Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Tech Talk with Tage. A lot is going on. New MacBooks, uh, new Microsoft Surface Duo, uh, disaster again, and then, uh, what's the big one? Oh yeah, Google Pixel 6. That will be next week, probably next week. And, uh, is that it? I think there's more. Oh yeah, the Rivian R R1T RT something the their truck, the pickup truck. Uh, EV looks promising. The one that I called Raven and I called it dumb, but and now it looks really good. Don't judge a book by its cover. Learn a lesson from me, a random guy on the internet. But yes, you read the title. Hopefully, uh, MacBooks new ones the 16 inch macbook pro finally got the m1 upgrade which is fantastic because now every single mac product made by apple has uh, an m1 variation and we are slowly going to see that uh, become a permanent uh, a feature for all the macbooks or all mac products Intel variations still exist, so if you don't like M1 for some reason, because you're insane, uh, then I guess get the latest Intel one you can. Is all the MacBook Airs, uh, all the Pros now, the iMacs, and the Mac Mini. And just, Mac Mini is such an underrated product. Like, it is surprisingly good for like, uh, a mini PC in a way, kind of. Except it runs macOS. That's probably a different episode thing. Maybe. Ah, uh, yes. All that's left is the big, chunky Mac Pro that everyone loves and that everyone can afford and is definitely not overpriced at $50,000 even though you can probably get better Windows PCs for a fraction of the price just like yes what am I saying PCs better superior sorry that's irrelevant because the M1 is very promising. I like it, even though I'll never return to using a Mac product again. I just hate Mac OS as an operating system. Like, I don't like the UI. I don't like the using command instead of control. Like, just everything about it. Not everything. Clearly, I'm for it. You know, and it's kind of newer. Like, Windows is old. Win Windows is written with Java. Mac is written with Swift, I believe. So, Mac is like cleaner, fresher, newer in a way. Because, just because it's it's got a better coding system, ish. I guess it depends. Not necessarily better, but definitely newer. 
and Swift is also exclusive to Mac and Apple like own Swift well Java is more public so that is the comparison in the OS's but I want to talk about these chips the new M1 Pro and M1 Net Max the names to be expected ish it's not an M there's no M1 Pro Max yet there's just an M1 Pro and an M1 Max and significantly better so the original M1 8, C, 8 core CPU, 8, 8 core GPU. M1 Pro is 10 core CPU, 16 core GPU. And M1 Max is still 10 core CPU and up to 32 core GPU. And also you can get up to a 32 gig RAM with the M1 Max. I'm not sure about the Pro. I think the Pro only supports up to 16 gig RAM, 8 and 16, while the Max supports 32 RAM. So, huge difference there. Yes, that's that. Okay, done. I talked about these chips. No, the, those core numbers don't mean anything. They're still built on that 5 nanometer architecture, which. I don't know what that means because it's obviously not five nanometers. If the M1 chip is five nanometers, then the M1 Max, they, they kind of showed a scaled up version of the chip during the Apple event, not five nanometers. So there goes my dream of putting that in an iPhone and absolutely destroying the iOS operating system, but no one cares. But the best part of this Mac it has gone backwards in the right direction. I don't know how to describe it. Like everything is back, no touch bar. We get all our ports back, HDMI, SD card, MagSafe is back, coming with a braided cable, which I like. I like braided cables a lot. I have an awful history of my cables just getting completely destroyed and ripping and the rubber and the insulator just just completely bailing on me and i've been using braided cables ever since i've noticed this pattern and it's better for some reason they still fail me but whatever that that's that's a me thing Enough about MagSafe, which I don't care about. I know a lot of people are excited and it means a lot to the Mac user world. But I'm not a Mac user and as an ex-Mac user that used a Mac during the time of MagSafe, it, it didn't bother me. Like I never saw anything special about it. It was, like, I didn't have problems with it, but there was nothing so unique and amazing about it that everyone says there is. Next 
is SD card slots. Yay, for photographers and video editors. And that's it, really. But the Mac device, which is targeted towards the creator, you know, coming with Logic and uh, Final Cut, and it has great support for the Adobe uh, Adobe Network of Products, you know, Lightroom, Photoshop, Premiere Pro. All of those Adobe pro programs work really well on Mac. Like Adobe did a very good job optimizing their applications for the Mac, o Mac OS interface. So it, it the Mac is a create and if you don't have any of these paid platforms, it still has GarageBand free and. What is it? What's the editor? iMovie. How, how did I blank on that? Ow. I don't know if anyone heard that. Loud. And that was... Uh, probably caught by the mic. Okay. Not relevant to the questionable noises in my studio. I, yeah, I wish I had a soundproof studio and then half the sounds you hear in this podcast that aren't my voice would be gone. Like my chair creaking. But yes, back to macOS. We have iMovie GarageBand. And yes, very much the creator-centered, creator-targeted device and not the uh, worker, the standard productivity person, which uses Microsoft that has programs like Excel and Word, which are more geared towards the business person because in place Mac has numbers and pages and keynote oh that's so great I hate keynote so much like over PowerPoint and Google Slides keynote is just atrocious Thank God Word and Excel and Outlook and all of that is supported on Apple devices. So it doesn't matter, but oh my God, if they weren't, uh, I would hate this. Well, Google Drive is web-based too. So it, it wouldn't make too much of a difference. And so what else? Is there the ports are back the beautiful uh, cable is back with 140 watts uh, mm -hmm. uh, oh big one that touch bar is gone all gone bye good I hate it it's cool intuitive not practical it was just annoying to use so Goodbye touch bar, no one will miss you. And it's back to physical function buttons as it should have been. And there is a fingerprint reader for unlock. Now the display. So it's a good display. It's a very nice display now that they upgraded a lot. I don't 
What was that accent? I don't have the specs. But it's better. Bezos are bigger. And they have a notch for the... Uh, what's it called? Webcam. I was going to say selfie camera, but you, you don't use that for laptops. So they put... My one question about the notch is... Ew. That's not a question, but why? Like... Couldn't... You have just made, like, the bezel slightly bigger... And then put it... Because I just don't like the unevenness. Yes, a notch is the most efficient way for the screen to have the max screen real estate. So practicality and that makes sense but in that case uh, if you want even more screen real estate we should have a hole punch in our MacBook just cut out one pixel well not one pixel but like one block one camera size section in the panel and that's where the camera goes because the notch only has a webcam. It's not a face ID or anything. It's just the one webcam. So, but just put the webcam in a hole punch, not, or even a teardrop. All right, but we don't need like an actual like Google Pixel 3. Is that the one? The infamous notch phone? Phone? No. Yeah, I think that was the one. Yeah, the Google Pixel 3 had an interesting notch. A very large one. Next, we saw is that that's pretty much it. And the chips, back to the chips, I want to jump back to. So chips, more power, more efficiency. You'll get more out of your Mac. It's only in the MacBooks, so that too. We're not gonna see the... So, actually, the MacBook Pro is a superior device in performance to the iMac. Which, yes. Uh, but back to it, it uh, gives us everything, like, power processing speed because of the improved RAM, improved core, improved GPU, all of that. And battery. The odd part is the 14-inch Mac has less battery than the 16-inch, even though the 16-inch has more screen and screen real estate support I guess the 16 inch also is just a bigger book so it can have a bigger battery never mind uh, but also the M1 max with the 32 core GPU and 32 uh, gig RAM will like ser video editing can be powerful man maybe you can up do like eight edit 8k on a MacBook, which would be incredible. But here's the beautiful part. The priced 
Wait. Oops, I looked at it wrong. The 16 inch M1 Max starts at 32 gigs of RAM and goes up to 64 gigs of RAM. So, yeah, a lot of RAM. Even more powerful and can obviously hold up the standard up to eight terabytes. Let's just assume you get the base 16 with the M1 Max. All right, so 32 gig base RAM, one terabyte base storage, and none of the pre-installed softwares. That's still only $3,500. I don't think anyone will ever need 64 gigs of RAM with a chip as powerful as the M1 Max. It is non-upgradable anymore. So if you, you want to get uh, such a massive RAM upgrade, that's like another $400 and then software. But yes, it's got a beautiful price tag attached to this beautiful chipset of a computer. And also, hopefully, gaming will be great with the 32 gig GPU. Okay. There's no way you can compare it to like an RTX uh, 2080, 3090, all that. I've seen stuff like that. Comparing it to the 3090, no, you can't. Don't do it. But yes, hopefully, it will be able to rack up some ability in the gaming, which. Macs have been very poor at supporting the gaming uh, community. So, is that it? I think that's it. Promising devices from, yeah, three Thunderbolt 4 ports. So, it is eGPU compatible anyway. Is that it? Pretty much. There's a notch. I mentioned that bigger, bigger screen. The internal specs. That new design. Yes. Thing. That is it. So. Thank you for listening. Maybe Google Pixel next week. Potentially. Yes. I don't know if anything else comes out in the time between this week and next week, then I don't know. Because, you know, we're still waiting for the, the T generation for this year's OnePlus and then the Samsung Note. But there's no Note yet for, uh, what is it, the 21? Yeah, we got the flip, we got the Z Flippin' Fold 3 last, and then we got the S21 generation. We didn't get a Note 21. So still waiting for that. And then, did we get an S21 Fans Edition? Yeah, because the, I 
think the 20 fans was... No, yeah, we didn't get a 21 fans edition either. But the S20 fans edition was a great phone. So... But I think Samsung has been putting some work in their releases for their A-series. They're more budget phones like that. I don't know, A80 and all that stuff. So, that's nice. But I want to see the Note 21. What else is there to be released? Uh, I think that's it. Just the Note 21, the OnePlus T's. Apple is done, Google is done. LG stop making flagships. I, yeah, I honestly think that's it. Maybe like Xiaomi or, yeah. HTC, yes, HTC will release new phones that are actually relevant and people care about. No. But yeah, I think that's it uh, for this. So, most likely Google Pixel 6 next week. Don't make promises you can't keep. I can't keep any promise I ever make, so that's why I'm saying most likely. Goodbye. Thank you for listening.